welcome to episode 29 um, with myself, Esmeralda. And today I want to focus a little bit more on finances within business and accounting. It might sound boring, but I'm just going to give a few um, details that I've learned in my accounting classes in regards to big companies and how you can find this information yourself. And some of this information that I'm going to share with you is actually pretty shocking. Um, it's going to include companies like Starbucks, um, things I've heard in the past um, through podcasts and that I've learned in my accounting classes. So when you learn about accounting or anything finance-wise, if you can put, if they, can, if they cannot pinpoint an exact resource or the simplest thing that would help you get to a good resource on where they got their information, I personally... Um, which is this underline or they don't know what they're talking about because this is pretty heavy so we always look at big companies it's not, it's not just going to be starbucks as i go along like all my things um because i don't do you know it's not a scripted or anything i just you know free talk it's just a free conversation that i have with you guys or with the co-host but mostly just um, myself and you guys the audience um because i have a lot of other things going on and since i just started obviously i don't even have 30 episodes um sometimes i can always get a co-host and you know time schedule and stuff like that but anyways i have to go back to when i learned this information about starbucks and then i'm gonna go i'm gonna fast forward to a few years ago not a few years ago um when in one of my accounting classes where i relearned that information it had changed a little bit so I don't have the exact equations for you right now because sadly I don't know I'm at the top of my head, uh, top of my head, sorry. And um, but these equa- equations are equations. Accounting is accounting. It does not change. You know, math doesn't change and stuff like that. The equations they're exact. They're exact statistical numerical information data. And so I remember working in a healthcare facility company health services and stuff like that and there was an individual social worker and her husband was a pretty high executive I don't know where but he was pretty high up there with pretty you know somewhere in San Jose or Silicon Valley obviously it's the same thing but I don't remember exactly what area within Silicon Valley but he was he was pretty high up there and she I don't know how this conversation happened but I remember she came into the front office and she had mentioned She's like, you want to know how much the expense, how much, you know, they end up wasting, you know, per transaction, the coffee, you know, that we buy, Starbucks, including the cup. And I could, I don't know if it was five or ten cents. Yes, five cents or ten cents or a dime. I could swear she said five cents. And doesn't that sound shocking? Like, who, like, are you kidding me? No wonder, I mean, they always talk about, not always, but... When you look at information, you're like, wow, they're worth so much. Obviously, there is bigger companies, and they're just a coffee company. Well, we've had other discussions. I've had other discussions in one in my classes, and I'll get to that information later. But, yes, I was like 21, 22. I remember because I remember being with that company, and I remember I was... I remember having a conversation when I came back from China from turning 22 in Shanghai. So I was 21, 22. Now I'm 27, going on 28. So this was like five, six years ago. Anyways, fast forward to, I still have to go a little bit back, maybe a year ago. Later on, you know, time passed and I was taking an accounting class and we were getting the information, looking 
their balance sheet, looking at their data, their income statement. There's like a lot of different statements, financial statements. Those are names of two of them. Some people use different wor different wording, but for the most part, it's always the same. You can find all of this information, all the financial information of any public company. If you just Google it, it'll take you directly to either one, Yahoo Finance or any finance company, but no matter what, you can always, if they're public, you can find them, it'll take you directly to their website. For example, Microsoft, Microsoft.com, blah, 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 you know, that's where you'll find that information. It's public, okay? And what makes a company public? But yeah, we think about like, when you think about public, you think about these companies that are being private. But in the business world, a public, a public company, um, they sell stocks. They're in the stock market. That's, and they have to make their financials, you know, all the, all the, all the reports, take care reports, all these reports, they have to be um, public. So two, um, you find everything in those, in that, um, in those income reports. So one, you may not always know how to interpret it, but they're pretty fast forward. They'll say, I think even I had done once in my accounting class, a, um, I think I did Microsoft. I don't remember too much about it because honestly, I don't test well. So when it comes to testing, I took an accounting class and for any little thing, I was, you know, obviously deducted points as well as thing and I had to take that class twice, yes. But the numbers, like I said, the equation don't, doesn't change. So we had, ever since I've been in college, because I'm still in college, I'm a graduate student, completing my MBA, as most of you may know, um, there is, I know I'll say, we've all, yes, that's what I was gonna say, we've always submitted online, online work, whether you have, you go to class, you know, on ground, um, I don't remember, I I don't remember when's the last time, maybe with my first degree when I got out, started out of high school, that we submitted something tangible. That's it, everything we have right now is submitted online, I'm sure everybody, you know, a lot of other schools do that, I think even probably in high school, but I don't know. Anyways, we were doing online discussions, so it's pretty simple even if you don't go to a private school or you whatever class you're in I'm pretty sure that you know what I'm speaking about if you don't when you take a class you sit in class obviously you have discussion right so two whether you I, I do this in all my classes whether I have um, whether I decide to take everything online or you know go and sit in class it's the same shit it's the same book it might be harder for some people to take it online because it's, it's a little bit self-taught yes there is a professor involved in this and that every class is different but you have a discussion, it's kind of like a chat room. That's how I could describe it. It's, there is basically, basically an assignment or a discussion topic, blah, blah. And you know, we, we write, we write, we have discussions online. So a, a lady, I remember her, I don't know what got me to, I told her this, I posted this exact same story I told you right now. And she's like, she came back to me, she replied, she's like, you know what? I told her that this was a few years ago, and she's like, you know what, you're you're pretty right. Right now it's like at 15 cents. I can start she said 15 cents. She did the equation and everything. I wish I could have taken um, notes. Granted, I can look back at my notes and I can do the equation myself. Can you believe it? So this was like about a year or two ago, and that is their expense, 15 cents. So another way that, I, another thing I found interesting is that, I don't know if some of you guys know, but 
with Starbucks. I have a love and hate relationship with them because I try, again, I've, I've mentioned that I try to be socially responsible. And it's hard because there's so many companies that are not socially responsible or they're socially responsible in their own way. Um, but anyways, I commute a lot. I do a lot of things. So sometimes I might just go get a coffee or something. But if you have not tried this already, um, you'll try it and you'll see. So I went, so sometimes the difference between like the cups, sometimes I'll just charge you 10 or 15 cents. So yes, you'll, you know, you'll get a drink and then maybe you'll pay like 20, 25 cents more. Honestly, right now I can, I probably swear it's probably like 20, 25 cents. I'll try to do the equation and then I'll try to do another episode. Because if you see that, the, that it's a very little difference, right? Have you ever guys noticed that, that between, I don't know, a white chocolate mocha tall, it's this amount, and then it's maybe a little bit more for um, a grande, you know, the medium size. And even if it is more than 20 cents, it's you're actually only, I'm pretty sure you're only paying for the actual coffee. So, let me give you another weird thing to let you know that you're in certain cases in certain transactions whether it's a coffee or a tea you're only paying for a specific product so have you ever asked for whole milk in your coffee or maybe tea sometimes I like to do that in my teas you know like a latte um, whether it's ice or cold instead of water I have them use milk do you know that when you ask for whole milk I don't know if it's the same for um, 2% or low-fat milk or whatever they call it but I usually ask them for whole milk you know they don't charge you they don't charge you um, so another example last time I went I was at the cashier and I was like hey how much of a difference if it if I want you know what's the difference between a I don't know what it was a white chocolate mocha tall and you know the price for a short is it like a lot of you know a big difference and she checked she's like and she told me the amount she's like oh wow it's only 10 cents I'm like yeah I'm, I'm just paying for the cup you know it's so weird. It's like the weirdest, it's the weirdest thing. But if I can recall, don't quote me, but the equation, um, I think you just take their expense and you um, divide that obviously into the days of the year, their total expenses or their total income. I forgot. And it shouldn't make sense in my head, but I'm just like blurring it out. And you divide that by the specific days. And then I think there's somewhere in the sheet that it gives you, um, the number of items, num yeah, the number of product they sold. And then you do another simple equation and you get the amount. Um, and it tells you, and yes, isn't that like extremely amazing? So I think this information is good to know. I don't know why a lot of people, I mean, obviously, yeah, they don't take accounting, but um, you have to. Another thing is a nonprofit, even though I've tried to look for certain nonprofit financials and I don't find them. I'm sorry, sometimes nonprofits, in my experience, are worse and less financially responsible than the big companies that are, that is kind of considered private sector at the same time, but it's public, I, again, because, you know, they, they sell stocks to the public and anybody can buy stocks, you can buy stocks, and I can buy stocks. Um, that's another good thing to, to know as well. Um, you always, again, you always, this is like stocks, um, it's not too much direct accounting, you know. I mean, it kind of is and then it isn't. Um, 
sometimes for me business is just business you know these are just the numbers accounting part of it so another thing that we would hear we hear a lot is oh so and so like Elon Musk okay that's I'm sure if you're a business person or you simply probably even watch the news or Instagram or whatever you saw about maybe a year ago probably less where Elon Musk which is the CEO right now of Tesla and SpaceX so what he had done he went I think on Joe Rogan podcast and he had smoked marijuana and you always I always see it on Instagram as well it populates within my search button not button you know that feed you know what I'm talking about and it always says oh the 400 and something million dollar mistake don't quote me on the 400 but it, it's it's the company went down a lot in public value so when you hear that as someone who doesn't have a business background or an accounting background you think and by background I'm sorry I mean academically because some people who are managers or in business isn't that they consider themselves business people I'm sorry a lot of times you know you don't know this information unless you work directly within that you know department in the company but two that does not mean that they don't have that's not tangible money that's not liquid money you know that's totally they could go to zero and they very likely will still be have all the money they have it's always a perception it's always a public perception because they're not educated that oh that's how much money they lost and the and you think oh my god they what that just went away blah blah but what you miss it says public so the way the stock market works, it's, I'm sorry, it's pretty emotional, it's pretty sensitive. We ourselves, we as the public control the stock market. A lot of people say, um, I don't know, I haven't heard the discussion in a while, but a lot of people say, oh, you don't know how the stock market works, blah, blah, you just don't know. And you know what, honestly, you kind of, you kind of can't predict what, what happens. Um, another thing, let's say Snapchat. I don't know if you know, but about two, three years ago, Again, don't quote me on those years. You could probably even find this data. Snapchat had lost a lot of a lot of public value because Kylie Jenner, which at that time I don't know if she is currently right now, was the number one, the most followed person on Snapchat. She had the most followers out of anybody. I'm pretty sure she still does. If she doesn't, she's probably high up there still, obviously. Um, and that, you know, that brought down the value a lot. So. What really happened in the mind of um, individuals, you know, people who own stocks, the reason why, like I say, we can control the stock market, if anybody, whether they're linked to the company directly as an employee, staff member, blah, blah, or an influencer, and by that I mean somebody who has, who's big in an industry, who is tied in a small way to that company, in this case, she was the one, number one person followed on Instagram, so that, that's a pretty good, that, that was a pretty big fact, okay? It could be, it doesn't have to be with followers, it doesn't have to be that company, but she was somebody who had, you know, a big public, you know, not just opinion, but she had simply tweeted out, whoa, I didn't even mention what she tweeted out, who uses Snapchat anymore? I, don't, I hardly go on it or something like that, and you can find, you can Google this, you can find, you know, big companies and, you know, probably Business Insider, companies who wrote about it and different individuals within um, the industries and they lost value obviously yeah they're still I think they're still worth a good amount but what happened what basically happened there the way the stock market reacted it wasn't directly the stock market that's the words that I use I mean it was but what happened is the fact that people who had who had stocks 
big asset basically an outside asset to snapchat they were like oh my god people are, what they thought in their head very likely they're gonna stop using it all these people you know she's not on it blah blah because she's a big influence this and that that's that's probably what they happen so what what happened is when it says they lose, they lose value a lot of people start selling their stocks blah blah stuff like that so you kind of can lightly predict how the stock market works in certain areas I'm sure it's, it obviously is a little bit more complicated than that. The economy and GDP and everything can have, you know, an effect on us. The way we as individuals who own the stocks, not own stock, but, you know, so you can have like, the understanding, is how we react to a lot of information. It could be anything. It could be a lot of different things. It's finances. Um, a good movie that I know from a reliable source you may not think about it as a good um, movie because it's just a movie, but The Big Short. So that is a perfect, I remember sitting in my class and looking over the, I forgot the Oxley Act. You should know what I'm talking about. I totally forget how it's called, how it's pronounced. Well, anyways, this, I, I remember going through it and it has to do with, you know, stocks, blah, blah, housing, you know, the way financials are set, things and that. Um, even though the act was put in place, about executives looking into their finances and a specific way certain things I need to um, go on in the company. Well, that, I, I was in my legal class and I remember my professor saying, you know what, do you know that, that movie, The Big Short? That is a perfect, exact story and exactly what happened. Obviously, yeah, it was based on fraud. Um, so if you wanna learn more, I think you should watch that movie. I've already watched it, I wanna watch it again. Um, there's a book on it. There was an individual who, it's funny because the person that recognized the bubble in the stock market, it's funny because towards the end, it gives you his name. I should look for him. And I think there's a book on it as well. He reached out to the FBI in, or into individuals because obviously, again, it was based on fraud. And he, it says that he reached out to you know educate the fbi and to cooperate with, with the investigations to, you know basically say hey um I, I i can teach you i can show you exactly what i saw in the bubble and that they never responded to him never um two going back to um direct accounting and i've been wanting to just do this for a while so that's a few things about you know the way finances work and the direct accounting um, information. Again, you could look at all the financial reports. I think I remember doing Microsoft. Um, like I had mentioned, I did Microsoft, and I remember. You know what? Did you know that one of their top executives? I don't know what she is. It's it was like a female. Like that is. I was the one reason why I was shocked is because I kind of find it lightly upsetting that. For example, even Amazon, I think their CFO and Nancy, who is or was, I think that's her name. I think she's a CFO with Alphabet, which is, you know, part of with Google and everything else. They're like, the, they're on top of Google. Um, I think they have, I find it baffling because a lot of them don't speak up. I think that if our company has at least one top executive that we probably don't know about. Anyways, I saw their name and it said I, I could swear it said their salary or stuff like that. Um, they'll tell you that if you really want to know, you look into that. What we always do is we we 
tend to Google something, maybe we go to a news article, a business article. Um, hopefully they're telling you directly where to find this information or where they're finding that information. But anyways, like I was saying, if, if a company sells stocks, you know, their financials are public information. And two, what is something else? I'm trying to think. I'm sorry. I always, I know I should prepare a little bit better for these information. Oh, yeah. Two, going back to when Tesla lost that value. The only way that it would really, really impact the value, the, the direct accounting, the cash that the company has, is if they had a lot, and mostly they don't, um, how much they had in stocks. Um, it sounds weird, but I shouldn't get into the information because it's hard for me to explain sometimes. But anyways, for example, you know that you can lock Apple's financial, obviously, they're one of the top, you know, the one or two that are in, the two or three that are in the trillions. I think Amazon is one of them as well. I don't look at financials a lot, but I think they're still up there. They were the first company, right? I remember being in one of my business classes for my bachelor's, and I remember my professor going, do you know that Apple has more liquid? When I mean liquid, is that their bank, you know, liquid as is liquid asset, you know, liquid, when you hear that word, it's straight up cash, period. Um, the word may be used in other ways as well, but that's straight up cash. So I remember he saying Apple has way more cash on hand than the U.S. government. They do. They do. Um, that's basically what it is. So they, you should never have, you know, your, your assets are all over the place, even as an individual. When you hear about investing, you hear that it should be diversified. Sometimes you, when I hear a lot that people, really big, you know, I guess companies or something you don't talk about or sometimes they do probably, I don't know. When you invest in things like gold and silver. So a lot of the silver from what I hear from people who are older and invested in the past and who know how to recognize these bubbles and when things are gonna go up in price and stuff like that. I remember one of my friends, she said, oh, I you know, I didn't have so much money when the gold went down, blah, blah, and I had told my friends to invest in this and that. She's like, right now, silver, any silver, you know, it's the price is pretty low, it's good to invest. So, stuff like that, because at the end of the day, when you look at a straight up dollar, it is literally just paper, it's backed up. If you read it, it's backed up. Yes, by the government, it clears out debts, this and that, blah, blah. But if for some reason, our, our, our economy is, you know, pretty strong despite whatever you see out there. Um, any country you go to, the dollar is probably worth the most. But that could change, you know. I don't want to say in a heartbeat, but it's when it, whenever it happens, if it took years, like for example, I don't know if I've mentioned it, I know I've mentioned it in my other social media platforms, that we have a recession coming and a lot of people think it's more close than ever, obviously because the, the dates, the year has been 2020 or 2021, and people keep on talking about it, there's a big ass bubble, um, not just our debt, but a lot of things that's spoken about is the same bubble that you saw in the same crap that was happening with the housing market it's happening with student debt 
always hear that and it, it is and I wonder if I'm sorry the abuse of the GI Bill I want I don't think that goes into play because I think that shit is pretty fucking high too I don't know too much about that I just know that I am in a for very long time I'm in a class with a bunch of veterans that don't even know what the hell they're doing or talk about that I'm on my second degree blah blah but yet they can't even you you know looking at people that they're not gonna do shit with that degree you know that they can probably even freaking manage a McDonald's now I'm gonna sit here and act and lie just because you know this and that it's our military it's 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 true a lot of it it's it's abused up the ass badly I don't know how that's gonna play out later on because I think the um, the bubble that's spoken about a lot just has to do with direct you know loans to consumer I don't think it has to do with the GI Bill but huh, if it did that shit would probably had already bursted um, but anyways we just have to we just have to be careful and I think to learn more about the crisis at least you know a lot of the dates a lot of the years and predictions are pretty consistent and I worry for other people because when this happened in 2008 it was like whatever to me because I was young too I didn't hear my mother talk about it you know what? we've never had much so we weren't those people that were living above their means because we didn't have much to you know to live above anything period you know we didn't have much to spend so we've always lived you know pretty simple lives and I feel that people like that and people like myself you know are I'm sorry are not going to be affected as much I think that most people you know good does a lot of thriving a lot of businesses can thrive and grow whether it's financially or just as a brand and business because when the economy stables obviously there's only going to be certain people the real entrepreneurs that survive you know something like that and it, it, it could take a lot of sacrifice on the behalf of you know the executives of that company the owners of any small little place somebody who freaking abuses their employees financially or in any other way what are you gonna see you're gonna see shit slowing down you're gonna probably see it's gonna be a little bit more clear it's gonna be less foggy you're gonna see those people that are really willing to sacrifice a little bit you know maybe an executive taking a little bit less pay or this or that I've heard stories about that there's many different ways that businesses and individuals can thrive in a falling economy because those people that focus on money and just making transactions later on are going to fall because what are we going to do as, as consumers we're going to one we're going to see that two we're going to start being a little bit we're going to be forced to be a little bit more socially responsible on our part because people can be we're going to be losing jobs this and that blah blah you're not going to you're going to be forced to spend a little bit more wisely so you're going to start looking at hey I'm spending on this, but you know what? His service, her service, that food, blah, blah, or just eating out here, it's just not worth it anymore. I don't want to do it, blah, blah. And you're going to probably see prices going up because there's individuals that are going to be like, oh, yeah, no, I'll just raise the prices, blah, blah. And you're not, you're going to be like, what? I can't spend that. I don't want to do that. Or either, hey, I'd rather, your food is not worth that price. I want to pay somewhere else. So there's many different thoughts and processes that we're, as, that us as consumers, 
on her hand and it's just a domino effect it's a lot of domino effects it's not just one it's one leading to so many of them and um in a certain way just how other people crazy out there say i can't wait for this to happen because you're really gonna see all these fake type of whatever businesses companies brands that are just you know polluting you know being foggy out there um and then i'm gonna be at a different age obviously to have a better understanding consume the information better because again you'll find this information out there a recession happens i can swear they said every eight to ten years so we're overdue and i know there's people with way more experience than me more higher business individuals finance analytic analysts financial analytics out there that say that as well so you know what we are overdue for why just how here in california they say we're overdue for an earthquake should imagine if that happens at the same time um around the same time but anyways um i'm gonna let you guys go uh blabbered enough hopefully later on um i'll i will i'll be able to get you those equations those exact equations and um get you more information on all of that so till the next time you guys thank you so much thank you for listening i really do appreciate you guys it's very important for me to show you and have you understand the understanding and the education and knowledge and the data that i have and that i get from other individuals as well um hopefully when um when this bubble bursts in schools you know the same shit that happened with the you know with the banks is going to happen with schools out there and you know what i'm halfway down with my mba and hopefully i will be one of those individuals that you look for because you know i'm gonna have i already have all that data i already have all that information there's gonna be less people going to school and you know for certain individuals that's okay for certain it's not so that is where people like myself with an academic background and i have obviously more broad than just an academic background are really gonna thrive and hopefully other people understand that that way you can not be in depth just like i am i don't mind that i'm in depth i don't care my education means a lot to me and it always has and so does my career and this is part of my brand and my career so hopefully other people recognize it there's way people smarter out there that know way more about a lot of subjects than i do hopefully they teach you that and it's distributed on these platforms that are free and you know you obviously probably have the same